you've all heard it before, it's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hyden, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. If we aren't already connected on LinkedIn, please reach out as I am definitely a fan of meeting my listeners. Social Capital Podcast is sponsored by Keystone Click, a strategic digital marketing agency providing research strategy and full digital marketing implementation services. Right now, the bi-weekly educational webinars are hot. Check out more details at keystoneclick.com forward slash webinars. Today's guest is Leticia Gordon. Leticia was born in Richmond, Virginia. She graduated from John F. Kennedy High School in 1994. She is a serial entrepreneur and has been self-employed for over 17 years. Leticia uses her life experiences to motivate to find ways to help others. She is the founder and CEO of a Better Day Than Yesterday initiative program, where they help families rebuild their relationships during and after incarceration, divorce, and deployment. She specializes in re-entry and family reunification. Leticia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate the invite. Absolutely. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. So um, how did you get started in the work that you do? I actually, um, I didn't, I, I wasn't looking for it. Um, I was invited to a Father's Day event at Deep Metal um, by Ms. Whitted um, to speak on a panel for entrepreneur about entrepreneurship, and it was a Father's Day event. And, and on that panel, um, it was me and other um, invites was there and government agencies and um, returning citizens. And so the guy asked me, how do you rebuild a relationship with someone that's been incarcerated. And when he asked me that, it took everything out of me. Um, and on that ride home, God said, that's your purpose. Because two weeks prior to that, I asked him, what is my purpose? What am I here for? I know I'm here to be an entrepreneur. I know I'm here to help people, but I'm not being fulfilled. I'm not feeling successful in any of it. And after that event, he let me know that's what it, because me and my dad um, wasn't talking at the time and he had been home at that point, 16 years. And we had a terrible disconnect um, when he came home trying to just rebuild our relationship. So that's how I got started. And I've been affected by incarceration since I was five years old. So it actually started way before I realized I was here for this purpose. Oh, that's a great story. What keeps you motivated to keep doing what you're doing? So what keeps me motivated is because that I know there's a need for it and I'm surrounded by it. Um, my son just came home with made it more, more personal other than my father, my brother, my aunt, I mean, my uncle and my mother. Um, so my son came home July 13th of 2020. Um, last year during the pandemic, and he was incarcerated for 18 months. 
Um, just being around the kids that's in our programs and how they talk about the relationship with their father or their mother that's incarcerated, you know, it's just, it touches your heart. So, you know, you have work to do and you just have to keep doing it. And so I just feel that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's great. So do you work um, with the families that are anticipating the, the re-entry happening to, to best prepare or what does that relationship look like? So um, the idea of it is to get with the parent, the family before the, the parent is actually going to be serving the time, um, start to start serve the time so that we can navigate the family through the system throughout their journey. Um, right now, it is that we, before the pandemic, we were going into the institutions, bringing awareness to the unintentional victim um, and the father wound. So now that the pandemic has um, started and we're reconstructing our programming, we're doing a study, we're waiting right now on an IRB um, approval for a study to do on six families to help them navigate after incarceration, how to start rebuilding that relationship. And that's a 12-week program. Um, and with that 12-week program, they will learn a life skill every week um, every Monday, they would do a debriefing and um, with a social worker and an intern. And then every four weeks, they would do a family engagement activity. And on that 11th, on that 12th week, they would do a, a weekend um, retreat from Friday to that Sunday. And at that time, they will have the option to do our starting at the root project. So right now, this is the first time we're ever um, doing the the family as a whole, um, because before we were doing it as pieces, like we would talk to the parent and do something with the parent, but it would not be the child of that parent that's in the, in the program. So now we're doing it where we're, we're um, selecting the whole entire, the whole family that was affected, the child and the parent um, to participate in this 12 week program. Nice. I imagine that you, it took some time to kind of really find this, the right program, but it, for doing it for, um, how many years have you been doing this now? Uh, this is the fourth year. Oh, fantastic. All right. I, and I, you know, you have to find your niche mm -hmm. and you have to find, you know, but when it all boils down to, I never strayed away from the point of the family. Um, the only thing that we added um, that, that just became part of, and this initiative is called Operation Freedom Package. And that's uh, open to anyone that's been incarcerated, regardless of conviction. But for our programs, we have, um, you know, guidelines for that. We don't accept sex offenders or um, valid offenders for that program. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then do you service uh, across the country globally or just in the Richmond, Virginia area? So now that um, we are going virtually, we're able to assist um, all across the world. Cool. And that's the best part about it because we were just limited, you know, to just um, Virginia. And now that uh, we have a family in Delaware and we have that father house in Petersburg. So I can't wait to make that connection 
when visitation opens back up and we're able to make that connection happen between the children and our parent because he's not released until 2025. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so we provided for them for Christmas. Sure. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, all right. Well, this is a great time to pause for a quick message from our sponsor. Awesome. Social Capital is sponsored by Keystone Click. Located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Keystone Click is a strategic digital marketing agency focused on helping their clients generate and nurture opportunities online. For Social Capital listeners, they've created an awesome Guide to Profits booklet featuring 42 tips on how to build brand awareness, generate leads, and nurture those opportunities online. Visit keystoneclick.com backslash profits to download your own guide today. The T-Shot, when people hear the word networking, oftentimes it's something that sounds scary to them and evokes fear and hesitation and uncertainty. Let's remove some of that fear. Can you share with our listeners some of your most successful or favorite networking experiences that you've had? So um, one of my networking experiences was when I was looking for a motivation speaker to speak for our Builder Dad workshop and it was through word of mouth and I was meeting everybody on the phone and um, just so happened I came across this guy named Vincent White and he was busy that weekend that we was having an event and I had met the guy that gave me Vincent number at a networking event and I just so happened to say, hey, you know, and called him that night. And so by, by the time I talked to Vince and he gave me another person's name, number, which is uh, Mr. Philip White. Um, Mr. Philip White, wife, had actually sent him the flyer earlier that day um, and asked him, hey, did you, did you know this young lady? And he was like, no, I don't know anything about it, you know, and everything, because he started the fatherhood initiative in Henrico, um, social services. And so when I called him, I had known that his wife had forwarded him that flyer or anything. And he said, hey, my wife just forwarded me this flyer. And then we laughed about it. And, we, and he's been my mentor to this day. That's awesome. I love that. I love that you had a really a mentoring relationship that has formed out of that. That sounds amazing. So yeah, it was sweet. <laughs> as you um, continue to build your network, how do you stay in front of and nurture these relationships? So by attending their um, networking events mm-hmm. um, virtually or either in person um, by just keeping them in the loop of what I'm doing, um, forming like groups where we can share our, our information on what we're doing so that we can stay connected. Um, and just by um, partnering, doing events and things that kind of helps keeps the relationship going, especially if they are turning out, you know, good events and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's um, taking a, a group interest in what we're doing and um, 
and growing their business as well as mine. That's how it, it works. I like the idea of collaborating on events and, and participating in other people's events. I think that's a smart, smart approach to take. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you offer that business professional who's really looking to grow their network? I would suggest that they grow, they join different networking groups, social groups. Um, and, and then some of these, it depending on what their profession is, is always like a Facebook group. Um, it's always like a group that's going to be doing free workshops that you can find on um, Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in Facebook um, events, like they have stuff like that. You can always look for hashtags to find a networking group in your, in your city or state. I just, I just think growing, drawing in different groups, that's what helped me. And then once I started growing, joining these different groups, I got to see what speed of person I needed to connect with. You know, if that makes sense. Um, and then I got to know um, who to connect with. So. Nice. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good plan is to just leverage the different tools that are available online. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually you're going to start le- finding what are the best places for you to be spending your time. Yes. And you value your time a lot more too. Yes. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> All right, Leticia, if you could go back to your 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of less of or differently with regards to your professional career? I would say that I would have wanted to party more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I partied, don't get me wrong. I would just say, um, I, and, I, and I'm glad that I did party when I did. I'm glad I had my kids when I did, because now um, I, have, I have grown a lot more and I'm more mature now, I'm more focused now. Um, so back then, when you're growing up without guidance, you know, and if you're not that focused person that um, you would tend to not think about the things you should think about. And, I, and I'm glad it happened how it happened. And I'm glad it's happening now because now my kids are grown um, and now I'm more able to be, to put my focus on, on my mission. And so I'm I'm happy about the journey. So I really wouldn't change anything. I would I I just would think I would have parted a little more. <laughs> well, you are where you are today because of what has happened, right? In in the past. Yes. So yes. Um, yeah. Okay, fun. Letitia, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to interview me. What is something that you'd like to ask me? I would like to know, Lori, um, what made you get started doing podcasting? Um, you know, this is something that I I've been doing for four years now, which is kind of mind blowing, but, um, yeah, I had a friend, a professional contact that had his own podcast and he asked me to be a guest on the show. And I decided, um, after some reservations, I decided to go ahead and do it. And after I did it, I realized it's super fun and easy, and it's a great platform for me to, um, really 
connect with other individuals and showcase my expertise. So, um, you know, you are episode 299, which is mm -hmm. crazy, <laughs> awesome. but, um, yeah, it's definitely something I enjoy doing. So with you having this platform to network, have you had any, um, connections to collaborate with, with any of your guests? Oh, absolutely. I've, I've had tons of amazing conversations with my guests and I found that it's, you know, not only am I able to connect with people on a global level, but I'm connecting um, with individuals that have, you know, needs that I can fulfill, but also have, um, they're capable of doing things that support some of the needs that I, that I have at the time. So it's, it's been just fascinating connecting with people um, all over. I love it. Awesome. So do you find yourself when you connect with them, are y'all doing events or are you just connecting them with other individuals that you see they might can benefit from um, a nurturing relationship or are you connecting um, just because you have the platform and you see, you know, you just want to have a further conversation? With them? Yeah, it, it's all of the above. I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm just intrigued by what their business is and I want to help them share the message. And, and that's, you know, why we have a, a good conversation to start with around what their expertise is. Um, and then there's been plenty of times where I've connected guests to other guests or, you know, someone's asking me if I know someone and I, I share right away, this is, you know, this person was on my podcast, a great person that you could definitely connect with. Um, yeah, so I, I try to be the hub of, you know, the, the relationships if I can, um, mm. and be a resource to, to anyone in any way that I, that's possible. What do you see your show five years from now? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, I'm not really sure, honestly, <laughs> five years is far out. That is, yeah. it's a, it's a lot of time in between now and five years. Um, I haven't really put much thought into that where my show will be in five years. And who knows what the communication technology will be in five years. Okay. How about two years? <laughs> okay. <laughs> two years. Um, you know, yeah. I, I imagine the conversation may change slightly and I'll probably have a lot of repeat guests on to, to yeah. kind of catch up and share where they are today. Do you, do you boss, um, do you um, reach out to the new millenniums to see how they're networking? Absolutely. I've had um, all different uh, age groups as guests on my show. I've had, yeah, um, you know, the millennials and baby boomers, you know, all different ages and, and everyone's got um, you know, different ways that they're out there connecting. There's tons of groups out there um, right now and social media is a, a, an amazing place to connect. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for those questions. Those were great and really made me thinking. Um, Leticia, did you have any final word or advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Well, we could be reached out on all platforms at a better day than yesterday um, for social media and Facebook. And if you don't pull up for a better day than yesterday, try a better day. ASSOC, because we're right now, we're in the process of switching everything over um, to a better day than yesterday. And I can be reached by my email at a better day, ASSOC at gmail.com. And I thank you so much, Lori, for 
um, having me on the show today. And I wish you much success um, in growing your platform. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll include all of your contact details in our show notes. So if anyone is interested in connecting with Leticia, they can uh, reach out and have a conversation. All right. Uh, a huge thank you to Leticia for taking the time to connect. Appreciate it much. Again, if you want to reach out and connect with me on LinkedIn or take a visit and join our Facebook group uh, uh, for Social Capital, definitely do that. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.